The Cardinals have made their first trade of the offseason. Paul Goldschmidt wins another award. The catching position continues to be the focus for the Cardinals, so I'll get you the latest news and rumors on that, and I'd like to also throw another trade idea your way. Plus, one website has the Cardinals as one of the top teams to land perhaps the biggest free agent fish of them all, Aaron Judge. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Cardinal fans, I'm J.D. Hafford. I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I remember when I first started listening to the Locked On Network, Spotify. That's where I first found it. Uh, we're available on YouTube. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us. Hit the notification button so you know when new videos go live. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. So the St. Louis Cardinals make a trade and Paul Goldschmidt snags another award. So we're going to start with Goldie, who once again had an amazing season. We know this. <laughs> you know, we knew he'd be snagging some trophies this offseason. And tonight he was named the winner of the 2022 National League Hank Aaron Award, which is uh, recognizing the most outstanding offensive performer. Goldie was first in the NL in OPS and slugging, second in OBP and RBIs, and then third in average and in hits. Remarkable season for number 46. Aaron Judge was the winner in the American League, and one website actually has the Cardinals as one of the favorites to land Aaron Judge this offseason. I know. I laugh about it because I think it's kind of funny, and it's if he doesn't return to the Yankees, which is where they think he'll go in the first place. But if he doesn't, the Cardinals apparently are up there. So we'll talk more about that later in the show. Now, one position that the team might look to upgrade, and a lot of Cardinal Nation wants them to, is the shortstop position. And the Cardinals did trade for a shortstop today, sort of. He's more of just an infielder. But the team announced today that they have acquired minor league infielder Jose Fermin from the Cleveland Guardians for cash considerations and selected his contract to the 40-player roster. So immediately put him on that 40-man roster. He's 23 years old, batted 215, had a 336 I believe on base percentage, I think it's what he had. Uh, six home runs, 11 doubles, 31 RBIs in 90 games for their AAA team in Columbus, Ohio. And additionally worked 42 walks against only 46 strikeouts and 333 or 330 played appearances. Uh, Dominican Republic native has played six seasons in the Guardians minor league system since signing with Cleveland as an international free agent back in 2015. Voted. Ready for this? Voted best defensive infielder in the Cleveland organization by Baseball America in 2019 and named an organizational all-star by MILB.com. The right-handed batter has appeared defensively in 177 career games at second base, 117 games at shortstop, and 104 games at third base. We know the Cardinals value defensive players. Does it really surprise you that they would go out and get a defensive infielder and that's not the only move they made today 
Additionally, St. Louis announced that they have reinstated pitchers Alex Reyes and Drew Verhagen from the 60-day injured list to bring the Cardinals' 40-man roster to 38 players. So only two more spots remain there. Now, Derek Gould of the Post-Dispatch was all over this when it happened earlier today. tweeted out, he was about to become a minor league free agent, if not added to Cleveland's roster. The team was interested, and rather than having to bid against other teams, they made the trade and added him to their roster. The Cardinals expect to have Mason Wynn and Kramer Robertson to be part of their class AAA Memphis middle infield and wanted to add more depth there. Win will be the priority shortstop. The idea is to have uh, Fermin be third base and second base. So there you go. Um, depth move for the organization. He's not your starting shortstop next year in St. Louis. Um, got defensive upside, clearly, to play third, short, second base. Kind of the way what it reminds me of is what Edmundo Sosa was for the Cardinals. You know, he wasn't much of a hitter. He was really bad before he got traded to Philadelphia. But before that, he wasn't a horrible hitter. Remember, the, you know, 2021, he wasn't that bad. In fact, he had won the starting job at shortstop over Paul DeYoung and was hitting just fine. And then this past year, just he just could not put the ball in play, man. He was striking out like crazy. So uh, they traded him. Got JoJo Romero instead. Um, but this is not a move that excites a lot of people. You know, it, like I said, depth move for the, move for the organization. Um, of course, we want to hear about other names, like other shortstops, you know, big names, Xander Bogarts. Where's that talk? Where's the Trey Turner talk? Dansby Swanson, Carlos Correa. I don't have anything for you on any of those guys today as far as what they have to do with the Cardinals. I do have something on Trey Turner a little bit later that I want to talk about, but uh, the catching position, that's a different story. Okay, we've had all sorts of rumors swirling about the catcher position. We're going to talk about them next. And I've got a trade proposition for a catcher, and we'll see what you guys think about that next. As you uh, can see behind me, you see that? On YouTube, obviously, you can't see it on, um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now. But if you are uh, watching on YouTube, you'll see that I have here. I'll even scooch over. Look, I got Santa. In a Cardinals hat. That's right. Starting to decorate for Christmas around this house. In fact, uh, my wife had me put the tree up the other day, and not because she's like, "Yes, we got to start celebrating Christmas right away." It's more to the fact that we are both so busy that we didn't know when we would be able to do it together. So I put the tree up. She decorated the whole living room, and uh, we're just kind of adding little pieces here and there as we move along in the month of November. But the holidays obviously are a busy time. You're out running around visiting families. You're doing shopping. And over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally. That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. You can order your Simply Safe system for half off today. Half off, people. And enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. They're dominating. In an emergency, they've got the 24-7 professional monitoring agents that use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture the critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room every window, and every door. They don't cheap out on you and just do the front 
or like one back door or maybe a window over here to the right that might be a little more accessible. They got all of them. They cover all of them. HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alerts you only when a threat is real and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. You've got that uh, crazy storm in Florida right now. Tropical storm Nicole coming through. Floods, that's a problem. Whole East Coast going to get hammered by some stuff. And, uh, you know, Simply Safe would be there for you if you had them. 24-7 professional monitoring services is costing you less than a buck a day, which is less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. It's operated Simply Safe app. You can stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm, disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, adjust system settings. It's so simple. It's right at your fingertips. Don't miss your chance to get one of these Simply Safe security setups and save big at the same time. I recommend it. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/url today. Thinking about holiday gifts? How about that? You're getting 50% off. Buy this for some people like your grandma or your grandpa or somebody elder who doesn't have the security they need or a mom or a dad. Maybe they're getting older. Not a bad idea, right? This is their biggest discount of the year. So don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. Once again, simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks again for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So the catching position has become priority number one for the Cardinals, and it, and it makes sense considering that they've got Andrew Kisner and then looking around, that's about it <laughs> that's ready for major league action. And nobody else is ready to go with the retirement of Yadier Molina. Um, Monday, we talked about some additional names that the Cardinals could be eyeing up via free agency and in trades. Uh, free agency, you've got uh, the Cubs, Wilson Contreras. Not really with the Cubs anymore, but that's where he played last. Uh, from the Astros, Christian Vasquez through the draft route. It's been the A's uh, or draft route, the trade route through the dr trade route. It's the A's, Sean Murphy and the Blue Jays, Alejandro Kirk. Now, Derek Gould from the Post-Dispatch wrote up another piece on the subject. And here are a couple of the excerpts that he uh, put out there. The Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Moselock, said this. When you think about it, we obviously need a catcher. Somebody has got to catch, which is very true. Could we not do, do anything else and still go out and play 162 next year? Of course. But then you're sort of deciding where those incredible upgrades are and what you can do. That's the difference between need versus want. He also added that it's a tough position. We know we need it, but we always have to remind ourselves that we're not filling Yachty's shoes. With all due respect to whatever we do, it's going to look a lot different. And that's something I've tried to make clear to everyone listening and watching this podcast. Finding another Yadier Molina is not the idea here, okay? The idea is to find what is the best fit for this current team, okay? Yadier Molinas don't grow on trees. I don't know if you've noticed that, but finding a steady catcher who can hit and be defensively, it's not easy. <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have them just floating around like it's no big deal. What we don't know, 
for sure yet is whether or not the front office is more comfortable with spending money on the problem or willing to trade to get someone else that they want. In fact, Gould reports that the Cardinals met Tuesday with the representatives of free agent catcher Christian Vasquez to discuss mutual interest. He also stated that NBC Sports Chicago say that Contreras is interested in talking to the Cardinals. Duh. Why wouldn't he be? Uh, the one thing about Contreras is that after rejecting his qualifying offer from the Cubs, he's going to cost uh, a team like the Cardinals. So if the Cardinals decide to, to, to sign him, he's they got to give up their second highest draft pick and a $500,000 cut from their international bonus purse. And that's kind of a steep thing to do. You know, not, a, not only are you having to pay a lot of money because he's not going to be cheap, but you got to give up the draft pick and then you got to give up your, your international money. And maybe that's not something that they want to do. I mean, think about the way the Cardinals have drafted over the years that that second highest pick pretty good. <laughs> you know, they've been able to do very well in the draft over the last few years. So um, it's a steep price. Uh, it's also been reported that the Tigers and the Astros are also targeting Contreras the world champs have uh, Maldonado, but he's 36 and his last year of his deal. So you can see why they'd be interested in him. And then you got the Tigers who have plenty of money to burn. Just aren't very good. You know, they're not a great team right now. They could possibly overwhelm Contreras with a, a massive contract. And then it'd be on Wilson to decide whether or not he wants all that money and doesn't care about winning as much, or he would like a lot of money and still win more. So I don't know. Personally, if I was in those shoes, I know it, we make it sound like it's real easy to turn down millions and millions of dollars, but I would want to, I'd just be a happier person if I was winning and I had a lot of money as opposed to being stinky rich and miserable because my job sucks and my team's not very good. It would reunite him with Javi Baez, but he was an absolute bust in his first year of that six year, $140 million deal the Tigers threw at him. So the athletics our uh, entertaining conversations about their gold glove winner, Sean Murphy. He did not win it this year, but the previous year. Uh, the Blue Jays are looking for left-handed hitting and have two catchers to discuss. All-star Alejandro Kirk and Danny Jansen with two years of control remaining versus the 24-year-old Kirk, the 27-year-old Jansen would be the shorter, less costly move. Is he a sexy move? No, he's not. But I don't think the Cardinals care about that. I don't think the Cardinals care about sexy. They just want reliability, and clearly defense is going to uh, play a big part in this, and that's the downside of Wilson Contreras as he's got the stats defensively that don't back up that he's all that great, uh, not great at framing pitches, calling games. I don't know how that is, but I don't know. You've seen more and more of that around the rumor mills of reasons why people shy away from him. Now, I've repeatedly said that I'd rather spend money that you have than to bird prospects to get a guy and then have to pay him anyways. But the defensive side of Contreras' game has been the issue that a lot of people keep bringing up. The Cardinals don't want to take a big step back defensively. They've said that. They don't want to do that. They don't want to cost themselves defensively just to improve the offense. They want the guy who can do both at a high level. And the more you look at it, and the more I keep looking at it, the more it seems like the needle is beginning to lean more towards making a trade for Sean Murphy, that that's the guy that they would love to have. Will it happen? I don't know, because you got to make sure the cost is right. Okay. The Cardinals aren't just going to give up the farm so they can get Sean Murphy. That's not what they're going to do. 
So here's where we get to have a little bit of fun and go to baseballtradevalues.com, tinker around with different names and values to see what kind of match we can get to figure out a trade that makes sense for both teams. Um, so here's the one that I put together. Let me bring this up on the screen on YouTube real quick. And there you go. So that's the one I came up with. All right. The Cardinals trade Nolan Gorman, Alec Burleson, Dakota Hudson, and Jordan Montgomery for Sean Murphy and Seth Brown. Now you may be saying, wait, why are we moving Montgomery? We just got him. The reason I threw him in is because this allows you to get the guy you want, Murphy. You also get a veteran left-handed bat at uh, DH who can play first. He can play all the outfield positions. Then you use the open spot in the rotation to sign somebody like Carlos Rodon or just bring back Jose Quintana because you're not burning money here. You're burning prospects. And then you can spend the extra money on something, you know, a more expensive toy, <laughs> if you will. Eventually, you're going to have to give Sean Murphy some money. It's going to happen, okay? But at the outset, you're initially starting with giving him the prospects, okay? Now, if there is an issue with this trade, it's the fact that Oakland may not want Montgomery because he's due a raise in arbitration. But they get Gorman, who it seems is much more expendable if you believe that what Brendan Donovan did this past season for the Cardinals is repeatable. Hudson still has upside and is just 27. Burleson had an amazing season at AAA this year, and it's the top prospect. And this actually might be the spot where the A's ask for, instead of Burleson, they want Newbar. But his trade value on this side is at 32.8, which is huge. I mean, that's just under what Gorman's is. So, I'm not giving up both, and I think the team has more use for Newbar than Gorman at this time. So if I were to swap them out and give them Newbar and Burleson, I don't know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, you wouldn't want two dudes that play the same position, really, you know, both outfielders. So um, the reason I want Seth Brown, uh, Seth Brown is also due a raise in arbitration, which is something that, you know, the A's aren't really wanting to spend a lot of money. Uh, but he hit 20 home runs in 2021, 25 home runs in 2022. He's 30 years old, but can play, like I mentioned, all three outfield positions. DH, first base, left-handed, which the Cardinals are looking for, and hits the righties quite well. 243 batting average, not great, but 22 bombs, 61 RBIs against the righties. Struggles against the lefties, but you've got an outfield with O'Neal, Carlson, and Yepes to start against them. Just kind of seems like a good fit to me, you know? So what do we think about this idea? Leave your comments down below on YouTube, or you can hit me up on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals with your thoughts. But um, I don't know. I feel like this is a fair trade. And I'm sure we're going to find A's fans who are like, no, we want more than that. Well, tough. Because here's the thing. The A's aren't in a position to, because they don't want to pay Sean Murphy. You know, so... If they get a solid deal, they're probably going to pull the trigger on it, knowing that eventually he's got to be he's got to be moved. So their sense of urgency might not be as high as the Cardinals' need of a catcher, because they could still have Murphy and then their top uh, catching prospect Langoliers be the uh, be the backup, and they could both play next year. That's something that could happen, but you know the A's want to move this guy. All right. Um, do the Cardinals have a chance to sign Aaron Judge? One site thinks it's not that ridiculous. We'll talk about that and where Jason Stark thinks Trey Turner 
might be leaning towards next on Locked on Cardinals. We talk about bet online on this podcast a lot and how they are your home for everything sports betting. And with free agency really set to take off on Thursday, they decided to drop some odds on where the AL home run king Aaron Judge could end up if he doesn't re-sign with the Yankees. And here is what they posted up here today. If you're on YouTube, you can see this. Aaron Judge, next team odds, if not the Yankees, according to Bet Online, You've got the Giants in first here at plus 200. Then it's the Dodgers at plus 300. Then the Mets at plus 600. And look at that. The Cardinals, plus 800. First off, let me say, I don't see this happening <laughs> one bit. Not at all. I do not see it happening. But I also am that same guy that did not believe in all the Nolan Arenado hoopla. The second time around, the first time around, I was like, oh, my gosh, this makes a lot of sense. And then it didn't happen. And then the second time it started to come around, I was like, stop it. Don't tease me. You know, I heard you cry wolf last time. I'm not falling for it again. And then wham, all of a sudden, Nolan Arenado is a member of the Cardinals and is now up for the National League MVP. But for fun, just for fun, can you imagine a lineup with Aaron Judge, Paul Goldschmidt, and Nolan Arenado as the meat of your order? Ooh, sexy, sexy, right? And another guy we've talked about in more of a, a fantasy sense than a reality one is Trey Turner at shortstop. Uh, John Heyman is one of the few people I've seen that have even mentioned the Cardinals as a possibility to land Trey Turner. Most experts don't even bring up the Cardinals going after any of these high-priced shortstops. Instead, uh, they've got the Cardinals focused on catching and pitching, which, again, seems like the more urgent needs when you already have Gold Glove winner Tommy Edmond and then Gold Glove winner and NL Rookie of the Year candidate Brendan Donovan as your middle infield. Like, the urgency to bring in a shortstop, it's not there, you guys. It really isn't. I think they're fine with Tommy Edmond and Brendan Donovan. Whether we like it or not, whether we're like, dude, these guys are available. You can upgrade that position, move Edmund back to second base, and then have Brendan Donovan kind of be your superstar utility guy all over the place. As much as that makes sense to us, I think they're going to settle with what they've got already. And I don't hate it. Again, we've got gold glovers up the middle. They get on base a lot. Steel bases. I mean, they're, they're, they're good. They're not great. You know what I mean? Like, but Jason Stark from The Athletic said today that about Trey Turner, there's rumblings that Trey Turner wants to be in Philadelphia. Now, Gene Segura is not going to be back with that team. Uh, Philly would make a lot of sense for Trey Turner. It's been said that he prefers the East Coast. That was one of the first initial reports uh, when free agency started, that he enjoyed L.A. He was fine with it, but he prefers the East Coast. That's where his family and stuff's from. Um. The Phillies don't mind spending a lot of money. That's another thing. Uh, they had the fourth highest payroll at $246 million last year. Harper, Real Muto, Castellanos, Schwarber, Nola, Wheeler. Gene Segura was very, very expensive. And they still didn't win a championship. <laughs> um, but big city owners do big city things to, to, to remedy their problems. And they didn't win a championship. So and they were very close. And Imagine if they could land a Trey Turner. How massive would that be 
to that lineup who had Kyle Schwarber batting leadoff. What if you put Schwarber leadoff and then him number two and then Harper and Real Muto and Reese Hoskins and you just get you look at, you look at all these names, man. I mean, that's crazy. Putting him in that lineup, my goodness. So that's the latest when it comes to Trey Turner. I'm saddened by it because I would love to see. He would be such a good Cardinal, man. He'd be so good. He just fits the mold. He just seems like a Cardinal type of guy. But might be too expensive. Once again, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notification button. I appreciate all the new subscribers. You guys are showing up big time. A lot of people were uh, digging the uh, Gordon Graceffo interview that we had yesterday. If you missed that, go check it out, man. He's a top pitching prospect for the Cardinals. Unfortunately, his name's been in a lot of rumors <laughs> about getting traded. I almost brought it up to him yesterday and what he thinks about that, but I didn't want to make him feel bad, but um, he could be somebody that's used to go get another big piece. It's a possibility. Um, but yeah, appreciate all you, all the new subscribers and all of you guys are starting to light, hit that like button a lot more and you see the more subscribers are going up and you see more people talking to each other on YouTube now. So make sure when you watch these videos on YouTube, hit the like button. It'll help send us out across the universe and uh, more Cardinal fans can be a part of what we like to do. And that's talk Cardinals. Uh, follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. You're the best fans of baseball for a reason. I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. 